0: Warning. 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 What you are about to hear may be controversial and may even make you mad. Listener discretion is strongly advised.
1: The truth can be ugly, but as a tax-paying citizen, you have the right to know what is happening in your government. For your ticket to the undisclosed news, stories, and information ignored by big media, this is Backroom Access with your host, Jeff Kaysen. Jeff Kaysen.
0: Hello, friends and patriots, and welcome to another episode of Backroom Access. I am your host, Jeff Kaysen, and as always, I truly appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to listen weekly to what we hope is informative and worthwhile information regarding the political landscape here in Texas. I'd like to thank my friends over at Texas Scorecard for sponsoring this week's episode. You can find tons of excellent articles, videos, and podcast productions covering everything you need to stay up to date On Texas politics. Check them out at texasscorecard.com. Well, there's been a lot going on in the media lately regarding our children and their exposure to explicit materials, drag shows, and gender affirming care, or as I prefer to put it, the mutilation of young children too young to make those kinds of decisions for themselves. Our guest this week is a young lady recently graduated from the University of North Texas. She is the Executive Director of Protect Texas Kids and is currently working to support legislation in Austin that would protect our children from these evils. Let's meet Kelly Neidert now.
1: Now it's time to welcome our special guest to Backroom Access. Access.
0: Kelly Neidert, welcome to Backroom Access. Thank you so much for joining us today. How have you been doing?
2: Thanks for having me. I've been, been doing okay, ready for this session to be wrapping up, but we're almost there.
0: Well, it's slowly grinding to an end. Uh, Unfortunately, it looks like business as usual on the House side of things. The Senate's been pretty productive down there, but the House seems to be slow-walking so many important bills. Kelly, uh, I've already, in in my introduction, kind of introduced you as uh, the Executive Director of uh, Protect Texas Kids, and uh, I'd like to start off uh, first of all, uh, again, by welcoming you and thanking you for coming on. But I'd like I'd like also to uh, have you take just a moment and tell us about your uh, organization and uh, what it is you all have been doing. Mm-hmm.
2: So um, Protect Texas Kids, we started up about this time last year uh, when I was graduating from the University of North Texas. And um, I just saw while I was at UNT that Most of my classmates were so far left. um, It was clear that, you know, that indoctrination didn't just start when they set foot on college campus. It starts um, as early as kindergarten. And Mm -hmm. so I wanted to start, you know, a new organization to help fight against that. So I started Protect Texas Kids, and we've been looking at three things. We've been looking at getting um, this child gender mutilation banned. Uh, we've been looking at getting drag shows for kids banned, and then we've also been looking at the education side of things and getting all of that indoctrination and the far-left curriculum and all of that out of classrooms, out of schools. So um, that's really brief description. Um, it's a lot of stuff that we're doing, but um, that's pretty much what we've been working on.
0: Well, that's really commendable, uh, especially at your young age, uh, being being so focused on on wanting to do uh, something to turn the tide against those things that we're fighting there that you mentioned. I also notice that you have uh, been dubbed the most hated conservative college student in the state of Texas. At least when you were in in school before you graduated. Um, how do you feel mm-hmm. about that? <laughs>
2: Um, I think it's a it's a pretty good accomplishment to have a title like that so I'm proud of it
0: Well I would I would definitely wear it you know as a badge of honor. Uh, it's it's just it's amazing and and uh, a couple of my kids went to uh, North Texas as well and it's just amazing how that university has changed over the last 20 25 years. Um, it's 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 mind-boggling to put it bluntly. Um, Kelly, what have you guys been doing specifically regarding the drag shows? Because I know Matt Shaheen had filed a bill. There's currently a bill in the Senate, uh, I think was SB 12. Uh, What's going on there? What have you guys been doing? And, um, you know, how have you been pushing that?
2: So we've been finding these drag shows for kids um, advertised. Sometimes they're kind of discreet because they don't, um, the organizers don't want pushback, but we've been able to find these shows around North Texas and we just go out and we peacefully protest. And we've seen that makes, it honestly makes a really big difference. Um, Even sometimes when there's just 15 of us out there with our posters, um, the venues don't like it. It gets them bad press. And it also attracts um, crazy counter-protesters who make the venue look even worse. And so we found that pushing back that way and just peacefully protesting um, and exposing what's going on is the way to go. I think that we've deterred a lot of venues from hosting these shows. We've gotten a lot of shows canceled uh, when we put out um, a social media posting that we're going to go protest So um, that's what we've been doing um, on that side of things, and of course, we were hoping that um, we'd get some legislation this session to ban children from attending these shows. Um, It looks like the last bill left is SB 12, and it um, has passed the Senate. It's in the House right now, um, and it would again ban children from attending any of these drag shows or other sexually oriented shows. But um, as of now, I don't know that it's going to end up. passing,
0: so. Well, yeah, there's a number of priority bills that have uh, basically reached their demise. Uh, we're, we're in the closing days of anything really being able to get passed next week, I think, uh, mm-hmm. Tuesday or something. But um, one thing I wanted to ask you, Kelly, uh, now you graduated last year? Yep, last May. Okay, congratulations on that. And you. You, you had mentioned um, you think it goes all starts all the way back, all this indoctrination and and filling, you know, our our young skulls full of mush, if you will, uh, with all of this nonsense and garbage. Um, what form did that take at North Texas? What, what did you experience and how could you detect that up there with with the, the current uh, staff and educators up there?
2: So I was, um, I transferred to UNT my sophomore year, so I had most of my basics already finished. Um, I was a marketing major, so in the business college, I didn't really have any crazy experiences with professors or anything, um, but I led my Young Conservatives of Texas chapter while I was there, and the pushback that I faced from other students and faculty to me was just very telling, um. These students were so against my conservative club, even just existing on that campus that they would protest us um, very violently. Um, We had one event where about 500 people showed up to protest just a meeting that we were hosting. And it ended with me having to get escorted out by police and they couldn't actually get me out um, of the area. So they had to put me in a janitor's closet in a nearby building. Um, while my classmates ended up breaching the building um, and they were looking for me and screaming. And it was just crazy. I had a lot of experiences like that. And to me, it just showed that, you know, you don't act like that just because you've been been at college for a few months or a couple of years and you're accepting these ideas. To me, I think that it really just starts in kindergarten. Um, and they're slowly exposed to these far left ideas. So by the time they do get to college, they're already very open to those ideas and they fully accept them. And then they become extremists, in my opinion. Um, And I really think that that's what I saw at UNT. Wow.
0: Well, I think you're 100% uh, correct. The seeds are planted at very early ages. And I really do think that the drag shows is just another seed that they're using to plant these images and and, and these um, ideas into young children's minds. And one of the things I have a lot of disdain for are the parents that actually Mm -hmm. support this kind of behavior and expose their children to things like drag shows and, and that sort of thing. And, and certainly Supporting the CRT and uh, and all the other nonsense that's that's now infiltrating our schools, and it's it's you're just correct. It's it starts at a very early age, and uh, they they nurture it all the way up the ladder, all the way up uh, through uh, college.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's for sure what we're seeing, and I mean with these drag shows too, the people that take their kids to see them, it's almost always like, white moms. No dad, just the mom. Um, Sometimes we see them carrying in baby strollers or pushing in baby strollers. Um, But I think it's notable there's never, almost never, a dad with these families that are going into these shows. So um, we've also seen a lot of the time these moms will, like, basically just take pictures of their kids at these shows and posted on social media, like almost for like points with other moms. So it's really disturbing. Um, but we've seen a lot of that.
0: One of, one of the things is also disturbing, Kelly, is, is the, uh, gender, uh, transitioning of these young kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, really when you stop and you, you step back and you look at the whole thing as a whole, um, You know, you've got to be a certain age to buy cigarettes. You've got to be a certain age to buy alcohol. You've got to be a certain age to drive a car. But how can they really, how can they justify saying that an 8 or 10-year-old can make a decision that leads to having, you know, part of their body chopped off or transitioned to another sex? That just doesn't make sense.
2: No, it doesn't. And we even heard um, when some of these bills were moving um, through committees and there was public testimony, a lot of detransitioners came to speak. And um, one of them, her name is Chloe Cole. She started transitioning um, as a kid. And she even brings up that point that she was allowed to make permanent decisions um, before she turned 18. You know, she can't buy cigarettes. She can't get a tattoo, whatever. But she can make these life altering decisions about her body, like she's never going to be able to reverse what she did. Um, And it's just, you know, it's very sad to me that people on the left can even hear stories like that firsthand stories and still disregard it. But that's what we're seeing.
0: Well, it it really boils down to something much darker and sinister uh, on on a much more evil level. Uh, this this is a spiritual battle for the souls, hearts, and souls of our children, and they have have pulled back the curtain. They're not trying to hide anything anymore, and they're coming after the children, and they're doing it at a very very early age. And um, all I know is we are really grateful for activists and uh, conservative fighters like yourself to uh, be taking a stand, uh, especially especially in college at that age. The peer pressure, uh, you know, uh, uh, let's face it, a lot of college students are, are still finding themselves, if you will, and, and what I mean is they're still trying to decide which direction in life they want to go or will go, but you have had the, the strength and, and the presence of mind to see right from wrong and uh, take a stand. And I I just have to commend you for that. Let me ask you this. Going forward, what will your organization be focused on uh, next? Uh, Assuming that we, we, and I hate to sound like a pessimist here, I'm not expecting a whole lot more good to come out of the house down in Austin this session as far as important bills such as these getting passed out unless they're watered down. What, uh, what, what are the next steps for uh, protecting Texas kids and Kelly Neidert?
2: Well, it looks like um, you're right. There's definitely not going to be many more um, good bills getting passed this session. So I think that um, our focuses are, are pretty much going to stay the same. Um, Even SB 14 was passed, which would ban the, Um, child gender mutilation, but that bill doesn't address socially transitioning. And so um, one big thing I've heard from a lot of parents in DFW, I've heard all these horrible stories um, from these parents who have kids in public school, um, even some private schools, but these kids were basically secretly transitioned while at school, socially transitioned, um and we didn't get any legislation that would address that and I think that's a really big issue so I think that that's going to be one of our main focuses um definitely for next session uh we'd like to see that get banned um and addressed and we're also going to continue for sure these um protests outside of these uh drag shows for kids because I really I don't see that getting fixed this session so
0: well, I think I think consequences uh, up to and including criminal prosecution of, of a lot of these educators that are doing these things behind the backs of parents. Um, it's it's despicable, uh, and and it really it just can't can't stand. And I hope that our lawmakers will uh, listen and uh, respond and stand up and, and do what's right down there. Uh, Kelly, tell tell the listeners where they can find out more information about your organization.
2: So our website is protecttxkids.org, and we have um, all of our social media linked on there. Uh, We have a rundown of everything that we do, and we also have a newsletter sign-up on there. We send out um, a weekly newsletter every Wednesday. um, That's protecttxkids.org. So that's the best place to go. We're also, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, Twitter is my personal favorite. Um, and that is protecttxkids TX kids with an underscore at the end. Um, we post a lot of good information on there. We also receive tips from parents around um, DFW. Basically, like I was just talking about parents who have these stories about their kids being um, secretly transitioned at school um, stuff like that. If there's ever anything a parent wants help exposing, um, we'll send it to us and we try to get the word out. Um, cause so I really think a lot of, a lot of what's going on, um, this terrible stuff, people just haven't heard about it. Um, they don't know that it's going on yet. So we really are trying to expose that. So,
0: Well, that, that sounds awesome. Uh, that's the direction it needs to go. And uh, we'll, we'll be more than happy to throw in with you and uh, help spread the word any way we can. Um, so you're welcome back here at Backroom Access anytime uh, you have an update or you want to get something out yeah. there. And uh, we'll be happy to support you on that.
2: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on.
0: Well, Kelly, thank you for uh, coming on and we look forward to having you back again and uh, stay safe out there because protesting and standing up against Antifa and all these other uh, organizations that are out there, uh, it can get dangerous. We know that. We've seen it mm-hmm. on the news and uh, we'll, we'll say a prayer for y'all's safety. Uh, just, just be safe and aware and uh, we will uh, look forward to talking to you down the road.
2: Thanks. I appreciate
0: it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, college campuses are not what they used to be. Kelly is right about the indoctrination process beginning in the very early stages of school with our children. And unfortunately, her experiences at North Texas show that. She's a fearless young lady, and we are grateful for young conservative fighters like her that recognizes the future belongs to them, and they will have to face these evils head on. And she's doing just that. Again, be sure to check her organization out at protecttxkids.org. Well, folks, as we discussed, the Texas House is once again slow-walking many priority bills that will most likely meet their demise this week. It's unfortunate that, But a sad reality, and our lawmakers, those people that we send to Austin to do this job for the people, they're the ones ultimately responsible for these failures. I encourage each and every one of you to reach out to your respective representative and encourage them to support these bills that are meant to protect our children and their futures. Remember to be informed, be empowered, and be engaged. I wish each and every one of you a safe and healthy week and God's richest blessings on you and our great state of Texas. See you next week.
1: Thank you for listening to Backroom Access. And remember, and remember You deserve the truth about what is happening in your government so stay informed and be empowered so you can engage in the process. For notes from today's show or to ask Jeff a question, please visit backroomaccess.com.